Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. Glass, China, and reputation are easily cracked and never well mended. That was a quote from me, Ben Franklin. What more valuable than gold, diamonds, than diamonds, virtue? Another quote from me, just passing it along for you. It is better to take, I like to quote myself to you, peasants, non-founders of this America. It is better to take many injuries than to give one. Wow, thanks, man. That's, that was really, I mean, thanks, me. That was really good. Today's the last day. I get to be Ben Franklin. By the time you get to hear this, I'm no longer Ben Franklin. It's over. My head's been shaved. We're doing it live on Instagram and Facebook. I'll post the recap video on my YouTube channel this weekend. The YouTube channel is Chewing the Fat. The Instagram and Facebook pages where we're doing it live is Jeff Fisher Radio, and that's happening today. Uh, I raised, for those of you that don't know, I was raising money for OUR. You can still donate if you'd like. Uh, The link is in my bio. Uh, or you can go to ourrescue.org, click on the donate tab, click on the other tab that's in there, and the, the fundraiser tab, and then you can click on, and then you scroll down and find my page. But uh, we've raised, uh, I don't know, well, my goal was 6000 We've raised seven or 8000 something like that. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Uh, you know, I really do. It means a lot. And in in to make it all worthwhile. I'm going to shave my head today. So by the time you hear this, already off. And my daughter's happy. She's allowed to do it. Now she better, what better happen is they better find some way to bring me a box of Kellogg's Wendy's Frosty cereal. (laughs) That's all I want. That's all I want now. All I want is the, the Kellogg's Wendy's Frosty Crispy Cereal Bites. That's all I want. Now, apparently, they're not going to be available till December. That's at as at as uh, they better be available. The shelves are looking pretty empty these days. At some of the some of the shelves in the grocery stores, the shelves better be full with the chocolate flavored marshmallow pieces that intermingle with crispy round cocoa coated cereal bites. Um, that sounds good. And I, I don't know if you know this, and I may have mentioned this in the past. I'm a fan of the Frosty. I, one of my favorite screw-ups at a Wendy's happened when I, and I went back through the line again to see if it would happen again, and it did. It was so awesome. Whoever, that guy that was working probably was fired the next day. So I order, I don't know, I ordered like a, a number. It would just, I forget what I ordered, but I you know, would say, I need a number one, and instead of a soda, I want a Frosty. And they usually give you the medium Frosty. I mean, they, you know, they don't like to do that because, you know, it's cheaper to give you. They make more money from the soda than they do the Frosty, so they end up giving you a, you know, a smaller version of the Frosty, uh, whatever. It's usually a medium Frosty that they replace the large soda with. And so, you know, I'm okay, fine. I'm okay with it. The guy gave me the large soda container with a Frosty. It was awesome. And I was, oh, uh, thank you. 
I mean, I'm not, I'm not uh, okay. And I decided, I'm going, that, that is, that's too good to be true. So I went back through again and I ordered another order. <laughs> and he gave it to me. I, I that's the last, that's the only time it happened. Twice in one day, the large soda cup was a frosty. Oh my gosh, that's a good day. That's a good day. That needs to happen again. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. All right, so yesterday we talked about the Oklahoma uh, prisoner who was going to be executed. And uh, I questioned whether it was actually going to happen or not. And it didn't. Uh, No, it did not. Uh, They called it off. Uh, The governor said, after prayerful consideration and reviewing materials presented by all sides of this case, even though he was found guilty of murder and put on death row, I've decided no. That's not what he said, but that's pretty much what he said. Uh, He's determined to commute Julius Jones' sentence to life imprisonment without the possibility of parole. So they still weren't happy with that. All the people that, oh, you can't put him out of execution. You can't execute him. You can't execute him. Oh, oh you mean now you're not going to execute him, but he's, he's still got to be in prison for the rest of his life? Yeah, that's the deal, okay? They wanted him to be able to get have parole and get off. Um, no, uh, that's not the way it works. So anyway, we're going to have to pay for him for now until the time he dies. For he just You know, he just killed the guy in the driveway. That's it, though. You know, I, you know, his parents were there when he was, you know, carjacked and killed him. That was all. But he's in prison now without parole. However, yesterday, Mississippi said, oh, Oklahoma's not going to kill anybody. <laughs> we are. And they executed a guy uh, in Mississippi. Uh, convicted murderer David Neal Cox was executed. Uh, he was pronounced dead at 612 p.m. yesterday uh, as prescribed by Mississippi state law he was administered the mixture of three chemicals and uh, the lethal injection uh, did its job have a nice day see Oklahoma they were pissed the last time that they executed the guy the guy had convulsions and I think he threw up and you can't have you can't have convicted murderers suffer when you kill him, you can't do that. That just won't happen. So they were fighting against that too. And remember, we've done stories where the companies are being protested against that make the uh, potassium chloride, that make the, what is the other stuff? Uh, bromide. Vercronium bromide. That's the, uh, that mixes with the potassium chloride. And then there's the midazolam. Yeah, the midazolam, the vercronium bromide, and the potassium chloride. They all come together, dead. Have a nice day. That's what kills you. So he and he, the guy in Mississippi, uh, what's his stupid name again? David Neil Cox. Uh, he's not with us anymore. He had his final meal, though. That's one of my favorite things is their final meal order. And we've talked about it on this show many times about the, the meals of the you know, the final meals of the guys on death row. He requested, he had fried catfish, French fries, and banana pudding. Bro, you can do better. I mean, I'm not, I'm not opposed to any of these items. I'm okay with them. 
Don't bend your head at me. Banana pudding is good with some vanilla wafers on top. That's good stuff. And then the French fries, crispy. And you get some fried catfish with some Heinz ketchup. That's good living right there. But I don't know that it's good enough living to be the last meal. They probably only have hunts in prison anyway. Ooh. It's your last meal. They have to give you the Heinz. They have to. I mean, if you've suffered on death row and just taken what they give you, literally, for a long time, uh, your last meal, that's Heinz. That's a good ad for Heinz. <laughs> Requested by 99% of all death row patients. Heinz ketchup. Might not be that good of an ad. Yeah. Although, Heinz ketchup to die for works. They, might, they still might not be really for that. But if they want to, you know what? I give it to them for free. You're welcome. Okay, here we go. Heinz, I'm serious. You're welcome. All right, so you don't have to run a YouTube ad, although you could run the YouTube splash page. Uh, and it's just the electric chair, empty. All right? Bottle of Heinz ketchup right in the center of the electric chair. Heinz ketchup to die for. You are welcome. Yes, that is awesome. They're not going to do that. They won't do it. Talk about crappy service. I'll tell you that. Crap, oh, I should say crappy delivery service. So what do you use? Grubhub? Um, what's, the, what's the other one? There's there's There's... Grubhub, there's Uber Eats, and there's DoorDash. Right, those are the three top ones, right? And then there's Bill at the Seven Eleven that brings you stuff. Now, what's the company that they have a deal with Seven Eleven, and they have a deal with uh, some of the other businesses that they do? Uh, Instacart, you know where they you call. So that's Bill. <laughs> Bill Bill works for Instacart. Actually, most of them work for all of them. You know, they all have a Uber Eats or a DoorDash and an Instacart account, and they get sent a text saying, hey, you in the neighborhood of this residence, come and get this six-pack of beer from this 7-Eleven and deliver it, or whatever you're delivering. And you can say yes or no. And so anyway, this uh, lady in an apartment building in Brentwood, California, got a uh, salad delivered to her apartment and then after the salad was delivered and then of course it's after the salad was delivered the driver then decides to go number two in the trash can out in the lobby (laughs) and it's on video so they end up seeing it and for whatever reason it was nastiness everywhere now, you see in the video, she ended up doing number two on herself. So she takes her overskirt dress that she was wearing off and wraps it around herself and leaves. I mean, and that must have spelled nasty in that car, man. I mean, I don't know if you've ever been around anybody that's number two down themselves, man. But it's, it's worse than it's worse than B.O. <laughs> 
So this is in Brentwood, California, and I love the lady. Uh, what was her name? Lisa. Lisa Stanley, who she was the DoorDash customer. And what she saw? Well, here, I'll let Lisa tell you how she felt of what she saw. What I saw, I could not unsee. I oh, my was God. flabbergasted. Were you, Lisa? She let it go. I mean, you know that saying, when you got to go. You gotta go. And how did she ever? You're four steps away from outside where there's a bush or your car or I don't know, but not in the lobby of a Brentwood apartment building. Yeah, not in the lobby of a Brentwood apartment building. I would say that Lisa would be mad if the girl took care of business and not that kind of business, but took care of business, bodily business. In the bush out front. She would have been pissed anyway. In the bushes of my Brentwood apartment building. (laughs) So anyway, just, you know, maybe we just leave a toilet out front now for our delivery people and just set it out there for them. A little, you know, a little peapot. We used to have, my grandparents used to have a little peapot upstairs at their house. Because there was only one bathroom in the house, and it was downstairs, and it was way at the other end of the house. So if you slept overnight and you slept upstairs, you could, you know, your nightly little peapot right there, and you'd spring it down in the morning. So we just leave that out, leave that out for the for the delivery people. Hey, pee and poop in there before before you leave, okay? Don't just poop everywhere and wipe it all over. Nastiness. There was doo-doo feces thrown all over the walls, the floor, the ceiling, and it stunk so bad. Right? And that was, you know, that was on the West Coast, too. I don't think Michael was too good to be living in Brentwood at that time, though. Yeah, that was Neverland, right? I, what was he talking about there? Do we we got to find out where he was actually talking. Maybe that's the monkey he rescued. Maybe that's why he rescued the monkey. Because he was traveling, and then he realized that... There was doo-doo feces thrown all over the walls, the floor, the ceiling, and it stunk so bad. <laughs> That's what happened in Brentwood. That's what the DoorDash delivery girl did. It was nasty. And, I, and you heard the lady. It stunk so... <laughs> it stunk so bad. All right, let's go to the break room. I need something cold to drink desperately. Oh, man. Oh. oh, so good. So I suppose since we're in the break room, we should. Uh, oh, we got who died? Who died today? So today in our in our segment of who died today, uh, it was Tom Cruise's face. Yeah, Tom Cruise's face died. So apparently, remember we had, they had the puffy face thing going on and they took a picture. The one picture in Europe, it looked like it was, I said that I didn't think it was Tom. I think I thought it was his stand-in, just pretending to be Tom. But then I guess he was seen in L.A. with the puffy face too. Okay, so, uh, and so they're assuming that it was some kind of plastic surgery gone bad, uh, you know, because I'm sure Tom has, you know, had a few few cuts here and there i mean he's not tom's got enough money and enough good people over there at the scientology lab to uh you know give him the to break away from the three cuts to clown face rule and he definitely has however 
He was pretty close to it, right? He's pushing the line of the clown face rule. So I guess now uh, it's okay. He's been spotted. His face looks back to normal. The puffiness is down and gone. And so it's good to go. And he apparently he was, uh, you know, getting ready to, he was driving around, he was driving around Bel Air in his, uh, in his brand new Kia. And uh, people were looking at it saying, hey, is that Tom Cruise? <laughs> I, I, can, I can guarantee you Tom Cruise even in his movies, is not going to be seen in a Kia. Okay, he might, maybe in a movie, maybe. Uh, you know, you're seen driving around Beverly Hills and uh, Bel Air and, you know, all the hot spots, maybe even through Brentwood, uh, with his fire engine red Ferrari that, uh, you know, okay, good for you, Tom, thanks. Oh, but your Kia's not good enough for you? Okay, fine, Mr. Mister Puffy Face. So I guess it's all good now. So the death of Tom Cruise's faces who died today okay so charles i gotta give you one quick i've been all over the queen this week i know and i'm for those of you that don't give a flying crap about the queen i'm sorry and i barely care but it's just uh it's just that i well i kind of care i do i like the whole thing the whole royal thing and i didn't catch what's her face on ellen yesterday we talked a little bit about it yesterday so i can't wait to go back i'll, I'll go back and catch some of it over the weekend it's gonna be great it's going to be terrible, and I can't wait to share it with you. Uh, but apparently the prince, uh, Chuck, was asked about mom uh, over in Jordan. So he and Camilla are on this trip. They're out gallivanting the uh, the world. He's, uh, I don't know, he's in Jordan, and he's going a couple other places too. I wonder what they could be talking about. What could they be talking about? I wonder if it's climate change. Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah, that's right. It would be. It would be. He's on some tour yapping his gums about climate change. But he had to bring, you know, he had to drag Camilla along. (laughs) So he was asked by a reporter, so how's the queen doing? Now, you know, his his real answer is, I don't give a shit. She's still alive. That's not what he said, though. He said, uh. She's all right. Thank you very much. <laughs> and then he went on to say he should have just stopped. So just, you know, Charlie, look, we know you want her dead. You never had the guts to kill her. And now you're now you're stuck. All right. She's all right. Thank you very much. Once you get to 95, it's not quite as easy as it used to be. <laughs> it's bad enough at 73 <laughs> so he blasts mom for being 95 and he reminds everybody he's 73 so i mean my really the answer is mom is hanging on till he dies and i'm still i'm so pissed and i don't know why i'm so angry that megan is not letting harry take the kids back to england for christmas this is her last christmas i mean she's gonna i mean she may last another couple years it is possible but as chuck said she's 95 and she's starting now to miss some dates she's not working as much 
they they've made her stop drinking probably because you know the interaction with all the meds and she can't ride the horses anymore she hurt her back i mean it's things are happening now that are usually what is leading up to night night so and this is going to be the last chance and this is the first christmas that she's without hubby without grandpa and they're not going back that you that's what i want to say to megan okay you i'm not going to i you know megan and i aren't on talking terms (laughs) but if i were if i were to say you know be strolling through montecito and megan walked out to pick up the mail hey meg why don't you let harry go back to see grandma bitch I probably wouldn't last long in the neighborhood. All right. I'll talk to you later, Meg. Take care. Just let me out of the neighborhood now. You take care. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, it would go over well at Montecito. I know. I know. Ellen, Oprah, all the rest of them would be out on their streets. Get him out of here. He's a bum. I, no, never mind. I'm going to stop now. Stop that. Gonna start hollering to everybody in a second. So Cleveland, let's just get out of California. We'll move across the country into Ohio. Cleveland, Cleveland. Now you know they had the big fight between the baseball team and the roller derby team, right? The Guardians, right? Because they can't be the Indians anymore. <laughs> you bastards! You're not going to be the Indians anymore. And they've already started changing things to the Guardians. And so they had the the roller derby club is like um. Hello, we were here first. Uh, you guys can't just have the name. Hello, I know you tried to do your little sneaky thing with registering the name over on that island and uh, you know try to sneak one by us and everything, but we were here first. So apparently now they've worked out a deal. Major League Baseball, the Cleveland Guardians, almost formerly Indians, uh, worked out a deal with the Cleveland Guardians, the roller derby team, there's going to be two guardians in Cleveland. I mean, okay. Uh, duh. I, I don't understand. I mean, they must have given them a, a bunch of money. I think we talked about that. That's going to be the deal, right? Instead of giving up the name, it's just Major League Baseball will promote them and give them a bunch of money. And they get to be, you know, the little guardians on the block or whatever. But we're the guardians. We've decided we're Major League Baseball. We're the big gun. You don't. We're the guardians. You're the guardians but we're the guardians i don't i know i know i don't understand it i don't and did you see where gina carano is now joining the cast of uh my son hunter the movie she's playing uh, the bodyguard of joe uh in, in the movie and she's over there uh, filming now they just released a video of her over there and they've released some of the pics from uh the movie some of the sets it's awesome stuff man the one shot is Hunter, which is uh, Lawrence Fox as Hunter. Uh, he's passed out with hookers. And there's blow on the table. I mean, oh, yeah. Almost makes one think, you know, it might be worth it being Hunter. But that's the movie, My Son Hunter. If you like the, the crowdfunding movie, if you'd like to help him out, at mysonhuntermovie.com. <laughs> Thank you.
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Be sure to follow me on Twitter at JeffyJFR. Facebook and Instagram is Jeff Fisher Radio, where uh, I'm going to be shaving my head live today. Although, by the time you hear this, it's, I've probably already done it. So just go to the YouTube channel and see if you can find the live video there. Uh, I'm shaving my head for OUR. You can uh, donate, OUR. Uh, ourrescue.org. I'm raising a little bit of money. We've raised some cash. For those of you that have donated, thank you. I appreciate it. Our goal was to reach $6,000 because it takes $6,000 to help a rescued slave get back into life. And, you know, they just don't kick him to the curb. I love the whole idea, the thought of, okay, we've just rescued you. Take care and shove him out of the bus. <laughs> Go take care. You're, you're safe now. I mean, that just doesn't happen, and thankfully, that doesn't happen. I mean, we get uh, get legal documents, and they travel back to their home country, and they get new vocational training and some education, and it costs about six grand uh, for one year of that. And I wanted to help at least one person, and we have. You have. Thank you very much. And you can still help if you want, ourrescue.org. Um, donate tab, fundraisers tab, then scroll down to that page. Or you can just go to my social media bios and the link is in there. Uh, also, you can follow me on, uh, well, I mentioned Facebook, I mentioned Twitter, I mentioned Instagram. I, I still have a parlor account, but I don't even know if that really exists. I still have, I think I have a getter. Nobody, I haven't used a getter yet. Isn't that the new Trump thing, getter? And then, I think you mean grinder? No, not. I, I don't promote my grinder account. All right, no, we're not. Just edit that out. And then, of course, uh, you can uh, go. You can. I get a promo code. I think it's Jeffy twenty at blaze or at shop dot and you can buy a twenty percent off of all the goods. Get order now. It's Christmas shopping time. And order now, Jeffy20. I know they've all got their, you know, their big uh, shop with all their merchandise. Chewing the Fat has three things, I think. All right, get them now. You got a Chewing the Fat t-shirt with the old logo face of my face on a steak. The original, that's the original. (laughs) Yeah. And then you have the coffee cup with the original. And then you have the other t-shirt with uh, would you, could you, do you, right? Would you, do you, is it? That was close. (laughs) And so you can, you know, you save 20%. You're welcome with the Jeffy 20 promo code. So get to it. (laughs) Then you might as well subscribe to Blaze TV too. So go to blazetv.com. It's because of your subscription to Blaze TV that this show you can listen to for free. Again, you're welcome. Go to blazetv.com slash Jeffy, blazetv.com slash Jeffy, and the promo code Jeffy gets you, I think, 10% off, but I think, I don't know how long it's going to last, but Fauci lied will get you, I think, 20 or 25% off, but if it doesn't work, that means it's over. (laughs) 
You could quote me on that too. If it doesn't work, that means it's over. They wish that would have happened on the set of Rust. I'll tell you that. If it doesn't work, no, wait, it was the opposite of what happened. Now, I don't start bogging me down. So, anyway, uh, Gloria Allred is now involved. And anytime Gloria Allred gets involved in something, man, does that make it better, doesn't it? So, Gloria is working for Mammy Mitchell. Uh, it's the latest crew member to file a lawsuit against the actor and producers. Uh, so according to Gloria, <laughs> Alec played Russian. He played Russian roulette on the set of Rust. So, I mean, <laughs> uh, just one person, of course, says it. So it's got to be true. Right? Days before the shooting, they were warning signs that there were dangerous conditions related to guns on the set, according to Gloria. How old? Gloria Allred. What is she doing back in the limelight again? She's been in the limelight on all these god-awful cases for 100,000 years, so she's got to be at least 120,000 years old, right? I want to see 80 now. I bet, I bet you she's in her 80s. She's got to be. I got to find out how old Gloria Allred is. The heck. Gloria Allred. 80. I knew it. I knew it. She's. I, I could pick him out of a lineup, my friends. <laughs> I can pick him out of a lineup. And now the other lawsuit against, uh, against Alec. All right. How funny. Somebody died. The cinematographer. And the one guy got shot. The, you know, the guy, assistant David Hall, the, the assistant director. Yes, uh, right? That was him. Right? I think. Can't remember. Because the guy that's suing him, the one guy that's suing him now was the chief electrician on the movie. Okay? This uh, Serge Svetne. I don't know if that's how you say his name. S-V-E-T-N-O-Y. Serge Svetnoy. Ugh. So, uh, he is suing Alec. <laughs> Serge uh, claims that the defendant's negligence has caused him severe emotional distress. Svetnoy also alleged that the bullet that struck Hutchins and Souza almost hit him. I know. Uh, I know. Uh, he was the person who was by Hutchins' side to keep her conscious after she was shot by Alec so I mean you can well understand how he deserves a great amount of money because he's he's suffered severe emotional distress after the incident that was you know 
caused by Alec Baldwin. Now, okay, so here's the deal. Now, and then everybody's commenting about it, right? We got the we got the stupid The Rock thing said he wasn't going to use guns anymore. Um, uh, what's his face? The other Dingleberry Clooney, George Clooney. Uh, commented, oh, this is ridiculous. Whatever I, I make sure that somebody gives me a gun on set, I double check and look at it and show it to the other actor or actresses, and they look at it, and we can go through all these steps. Do you, George? Do you? Because so many of your movies are loaded with guns. I mean, it's just loaded with at your action packed in your movies, George. Right? Give me a break. And have you seen the new, the Red Notice on Netflix with The Rock? And uh, what's her face and what's his face? You know, Ryan Reynolds and Gail Gadot. You know, Gail Gadot isn't all that. Uh, you know, I everybody thinks she's, uh, you know, Miss Little Miss It. I don't know. Anyway, I watched Red Notice on Netflix and it was okay. It was, you know, it was funny. It was cute. A little fun little ride. Uh, they spent an awful lot of money on that movie. And uh, Ryan has al- already admitted they wasted these millions on the movie because of all the scenes they d- took because they joked around making all these. Um, how about you pay some of it back to Netflix? Give a little bit back, Ryan. How about that? Well, how about no? That's what's going to happen. That's his answer to that. No. Have you seen what I have to spend on my wife? <laughs> uh, I mean, he's a lucky man. A lucky man. Uh, Blake is uh, his wife, Blake Lively. Uh, she is way better than Gail Gadot, I'll tell you that. <laughs> There's no doubt about that, man. But if you get a chance to see Red Notice, it's it's okay. It's, you know, they're trying to be funny. and they. I like the idea of the, it's, they go from Indiana Jones... That's what, I mean, it's really based, that's what they want it to be is the, an Indiana Jones kind of thing with the rock and Gale and their criminals and uh, that's my review of Red Notice. If you need more reasons. To think, you know, I I think sex is pretty good. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. Okay, uh, Doctor Ravina Batno, B H A N O T, Bahano, Doctor Ravina Bahano. I don't think that's right either. Anyway, she is the founder of Zonus Fertility, a proud founder of Zonus Fertility. Uh, says. Uh, Regular, in her words, bonking can reduce the risk of heart attacks. Duh. It can improve sleep, immunity, and mental health. So, yeah, there you go. Uh, I, I would say one study, one study found men uh, that those those men who had the most sex were less likely to get cardiovascular disease, which also covers a stroke. What are you looking at me for? I had one little heart attack. That's it. So they were having sex twice a week or more 
compared to those having it once a month or less. Now it doesn't, and it's just now they're just this is just throwing sex into the pile. It doesn't say with a spouse, <laughs> without a spouse, with your boyfriend, with a girlfriend, or whatever. It's just sex. It's just a, throwing it all out there on the wall. Okay. Uh, sex and all that comes with it can create strong social connections, including those who are single. Research showed that during COVID, single women who were unable to have casual sex reported feelings of low mood. Oh, no, baby. Come here. Honey, what's wrong? Come here, baby. No, don't. No, no. no. Oh. Do you have low mood? <laughs> All right. I got this. Stop already. All right. I stop. My brain is starting to get the happy hormone, the, the dopamine stuff is going on. Okay. Plus, there was another study that I just read about talking about why so many people are having less sex. Uh, okay, so apparently men aged 18 to 24 reported the greatest increase in celibacy, rising from 19 to 31%. 31% of men 18 to 24 are celibate? Bro. What are you doing? Uh, okay. I realize that some factors may affect trends. Uh, you know, employment, income, internet use, long commutes, blah, 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 blah. In the words of, what's her face? Greta. Uh, she's right, man. Blah, blah, blah. She's not talking about this, but I am. All right. So apparently... Uh, according to this, media sex is everywhere. Yeah. Uh, and uh, if media sex spurs real sex, then casual sex should be through the roof. But recent studies show that it's not. Wow. Holy cow. A genuine, general decline in sexual activity is based not on small studies, but huge studies since 1972. Holy cow. We are in, we're doomed. We're doomed if the people are going to stop having. So most men, I like to think of themselves as studs, do they? But other studies have shown that men tend to exaggerate sexual frequency. Do they? Now, <laughs> men are reporting less partner sex. So if men are reporting less partner sex, I mean, that might not be bode well because that means that, I mean, it could be a lot worse, right? Holy cow. I mean, if they're saying, yeah, it's, it's this bad, that means it's really bad. Ooh. Ooh. Among women, celibacy also has increased. No kidding. Can't find one anywhere anymore. Uh, women aged 18 to 24 reported an increase from an increase from 16 to 20 percent. Wow! And women 25 to 34 went from six to 10 percent. Oh, it's only 10 percent. 
from 25 to 34. Don't worry about it then. Shut up. That's still a whole 90%. Still clock is ticking, okay? In women 35 to 44, partner sex frequency remained about the same. All right. Wow. We. So why are people having less sex? Age. Um, steady partners. Compared with those cohabitating or married, singles are much more likely to be celibate. Shut up. But couples are also having less sex, in large part because of children at home, employment, income, longer commutes, religion. Is there a religion that tells you to be celibate? No, I mean, they want you to have sex and recreate and recreate and create and just keep recreating. That's what they want. It's either in the geography. Residents of cities and suburbs are more likely to be celibate than people who live in rural areas. This contradicts the income factor. Those in cities and suburbs typically earn more. But in the former, housing prices have soared, meaning that more of high salaries must pay for rent or mortgages. After those expenses, many rural folks retain more of their income, which may explain why they have more partner sex. What? No. There's just nothing you're done for the work day out on the farm, and then we're taking care of business. Hello? That's right. The cows have been milked, and now it's time for some dinner. You know, if you know what I'm saying, all right? Hell yeah. Uh, and then if the cows haven't been milked, you send Billy and Millie out there to milk the cows while you're back inside the house with Mama. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Internet pornography. While increasing use of the internet typically hurts partner sex, those who watch internet porn have more partner sex than those who don't. Duh! Interest in porn usually reflects interest in sex. Yeah. I don't know that. Wow. Race plays only a minor role in celibacy. Compared with black men, whites and other men are a bit more likely to be celibate. It's the opposite for women. Shut up. Compared with black women, whites and other women are a bit less likely to report celibacy. Right. Okay, that's the study. I can't doubt the study, okay? But all I know is the study is telling us that people are having less sex. That that can't be good. (laughs) That can't be good. If kids are having less sex, then that means less babies. Uh, Let's call it that into the abortions. Are the abortion numbers going down? Uh, I don't think they are. Maybe they are in those age groups, though. Should we do a chewing the fat abortion study? (laughs) How old were you when you killed your first baby? Yeah, no, that's probably not the question to ask. All right. Now, we know people are, you know, they might not be having sex with people. That study is talking about people sex. But uh, I was looking at some news from the great state of Florida. And there's one Florida guy that just got uh, just got busted for uh, doing the neighbor's dog. Now he lives in he lives in uh, 
the part of Florida that really is Alabama. But, you know, okay, so it's still Florida. It can still be Florida. But apparently the owner came out and said, hey, what are you doing to Fluffy? And he got all pissed and started and beat, up the, beat up the guy and ran away. I mean, okay. It wasn't even his dog? <laughs> it wasn't his dog, no. No, it wasn't his dog. He was... <laughs> He was charged. They found out who he was and they arrested him. He was charged with domestic violence, battery, domestic violence, aggravated assault, and criminal mischief. Nothing about the dog. I mean, you could just hump a dog and it's fine. Okay. The victim, he destroyed, he destroyed items at the house and the garage door and grabbed a knife and threatened to kill the guy. All right. So, I mean, he was pissed. He didn't get to finish Muffy. He was taking, he was taking, taking care of Muffy and got caught right in a smack dab in the middle of Muffy. Oh, yeah. No, that was Muffy. No, no, you can't do that. No. Hey, Muffy's pretty good, huh? So then I'm reading about this guy in Milton, Florida, which is up there, you know, really Alabama, uh, but it's Florida, so okay, fine. Uh, then of course it's got all these Florida stories. So I, I see this one story where the lady shoots hubby. They're estranged. So they're still married, right? Estranged. You're just broken up, right? You're, but you're still married. The hubby has got a girlfriend over and they've been hanging. They've been living together for a couple of weeks now that he's been estranged from the wife. So the doorbell rings, the girlfriend answers the door. It's the wife. And she stun guns the girlfriend a couple of times. She nails her in the neck and in the stomach. Juice. <laughs> and so she had, when the police showed up, she still had one of the darts in her neck still. <laughs> and she's fine, though. She's fine. Okay. It's okay. Uh, the wife is charged with aggravated battery and causing bodily harm. Now, she's up in the panhandle of Florida as well, but that's Fort Walton Beach, so that's, I mean, it's still Florida, but it's kind of, that's still Alabama-ish. You know, when you're up there, when you think of Florida, you think of Florida, let's just say your Florida is the man part, all right? When you look at Florida and you think Florida is the man part, all right? So the good Florida is the long part of the man part. The bad Florida is up here. The Alabama-ish part of Florida is that's where you keep those. That's where Florida keeps those. (laughs) Some people call it the panhandle. I don't know. Some people call it, I don't know, the sack. You know, whatever they call it, it's fine. Whatever they call it, it's fine. It doesn't matter. It's just a thing going on in Florida then in the same report they're talking about a lady uh in Florida again um who was from Miramar but this was she was uh out on a deck in Destin right she's drunk and high out of her mind she's got her one-year-old kid out on the deck all right now this is not funny at all and I don't want you laughing okay serious business serious crime business Okay, not business either. Business. All right. So 
she's got the child out on the deck and she's she's drunk and high and uh like you know they end up calling the police on her and because she was really again drunk and high and they gave the baby she gave the baby a cherry from one of the drinks and the kids started choking and mom was like i'll just quote the mom all right mom on the deck with the baby choking on a cherry after the round not the first round but one of the four vodka shots that she had while she was there on the deck so she came in drunk high had four shots of vodka gives the kid a cherry the kid starts choking mom is almost ready to pass out deal with it (laughs) that's what they decided to call the police and uh, and the baby was dressed in a singer layer outfit and the wind was cold it was 60 degrees i mean in florida that's it's cold it's it's in florida 60 degrees in florida 60 degrees that's like uh in the words of jack harris that's a two-coat day it's a two-jacket day you know why it's a two-jacket day because you come to work with a jacket on and it's so nice out when you leave you forget your jacket but when you go out for dinner at night it's cold again so you got to wear another jacket it's a two-jacket day just saying all right we can talk about uh we can talk about uh, card games or three headlines in a lie uh three stories in a lie uh they're pretty good I was actually, I had to think about these actually. Uh, I got it right, but I had to think about it. You know, normally it's pretty easy. Normally you know them right off the bat, but I, stopped, I had to stop here and I went, ooh, uh, that's, that's a tough one. So, Corby. Yeah. You want to talk about cards or you want to talk about three three stories and a lie? Give me three stories and a lie. All right. You, you pick which one is a lie, all right? I'm going to give you four headlines. One of them is a lie. If you pick the correct one, you'll win a brand new story. Number one, supply chain crisis. Beanie babies airlifted from Chinese factories to Chicago amid holiday crunch. Barbados to become first sovereign nation with an embassy in the metaverse. Hundreds stung as extreme storm unleash scorpion plague in egypt you know i've had that story in the fat pile i'm giving you this one for free i've had this story in the fat pile for the week now it's such a great story hundreds were stung and i think like where i gotta find it i gotta get back there actually is i had i printed it out here because i was thinking about doing this for chewing the fat on pat's show but the one that keith printed out i don't think had the right number so 500 people were stung Uh, 100-plus homes were damaged and destroyed because of the flooding. They rushed all these people to the hospital with the anti-venom injections. I feel like... uh, I don't know that anyone actually died in this one, but I didn't know that there were 24 different types of scorpions in the deserts of Egypt. 24 different types. Now, the type that came crawling into the homes in the torrent are known as death stalkers and they have a sting that can kill children and sicken an adult to the point of death i think you know isn't that they sicken an adult to the point of death does that mean that it probably won't kill you i guess that to the point of death is like eh, you're gonna feel like you're gonna die but you'll be fine get out of here quit your whining 
<laughs> okay, so that's one of the one of the stories. And uh, the fourth headline is, uh, so we did the supply chain crisis, Beanie Babies airlifted from Chinese factories in Chicago amid a uh, holiday crunch. Barbados to become the first sovereign nation with an embassy in the metaverse. Hundreds stung as extreme storms unleash scorpion plague in Egypt. Taylor Swift will get her own balloon at this year's Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Corby, which one is the lie? So tell me about those cards. Tell you about those cards? I know, right? Uh, no, I, I think it's the Beanie, Beanie Baby story. You are wrong, my friend. Is it Taylor Swift? Yes. And it's Taylor Swift getting the balloon. I know. I did. I, that's where I stopped because I hadn't seen the Beanie Baby story. Yeah, me neither. And I was like, ooh, that's a, it's probably that sound because it sounds almost like it's not real, right? But apparently. Uh, Chicago billionaire Ty Warner, who manufactures the Beanie Babies in China, said he's booked more than 150 cargo flights from Shenzhen, uh, Zhangzhou, Shanghai, and Hong Kong since October and airlifted the toys more than 6,000 miles to Chicago. Are they popular again? I thought they had uh, gone away. Your guess is good as mine. I mean, I, I can tell you we're not clamoring for Beanie Babies at the old Jeff Fisher chewing the fat house. But maybe other people are. I don't know. <laughs> uh, each cargo flight could cost 1.5 to 2 million, according to the company. I mean, maybe we divert a couple to Afghanistan and help people there. What do you say? Maybe we avert, divert a couple and drop off a few beanie babies to the gang lord in Haiti so that he can let the Christians go that he's kidnapped. What do you think there, Ty? Hey, it's, it's capitalism, Jeff. He can do what he wants with his money. I know. I got it. I got it, but I thought the same thing. That's where I. That's what caught me, because I because I can actually see sadly a Taylor Swift balloon at the Macy's parade, and it's going to be live this year again. You know they okayed it. They're going to have the streets open and stuff. I don't know if anybody's going to be there. If you show up and you're unvaccinated, you're going to get shot in the head. I guess I think that's a New York New York law. Yeah, I mean Alec is going to be there, so I would say be careful. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.